Look, payday's awesome, but running payroll, calculating taxes and deductions, staying compliant, that's not easy. Unless, of course, you have Gusto. Gusto is a simple online payroll and benefits tool built for small businesses like yours. Gusto gets your team paid while automatically filing your payroll taxes. Plus, you can offer benefits like 401k, health insurance, and workers' comp, and it makes onboarding new employees a breeze. We love it so much, we really do use it ourselves, and we have four years, and I personally recommend you give it a try, no matter how small your business is. And to sweeten the deal, just for listening today, you also get three months free. Go to gusto.com slash boss. that's gusto.com slash being boss. Welcome to Being Boss, a podcast for creatives, business owners, and entrepreneurs who want to take control of their work and live life on their own terms. I'm your host, Emily Thompson, and today I'm joined by my business bestie and once upon a time co-host of this podcast, Kathleen Shannon, for part two of our end of year business bestie conversation to review 2021. We're giving you a peek behind the scenes of the companies that we run and model for you the kinds of questions that you can ask in your own review of the year too. If you missed it, I highly recommend you backing up to listen to part one of this conversation to give you the proper context for the rest of our chat here. And as always, you can find all the tools, books, and links we reference on the show notes at www.beingboss.club. And if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe to this show and share us with a friend. Sometimes seeing someone else's path to success helps us clearly map out our own. It's why we all like business podcasts, right? Well, I'm here to share a show for you to check out the Female Startup Club podcast, an amazing resource that shares insights and learnings from the world's most successful female founders, entrepreneurs, and women in business. In a recent episode, I loved hearing about how Michelle Grant, the founder of Lively, the lingerie and swimwear brand built and sold her company for $105 million in just three years. Total boss move. So if you're looking for a new pod to inspire your next steps, listen to the Female Startup Club podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's my kind of working. The Almanac Shop. What? I will say in all the ways that I want it to work, it's working. Like we are making revenue. We are growing our local presence. We are doing all of those things. You get a merchandise. Oh my God, I get to merchandise. It's beautiful. Oh, David gets, we get to buy crystals all the time. It's wonderful. Like there are so many things about this shop that is working. But if I look at it as like a whole, at the moment, it's only kind of working. And I think mostly it's because it's only like five, six months old, (laughs) y'all. It's still very new. And there's a lot of things that I still need to get in there and do. Um, Mostly around building out some processes, um, building out building out the way things are going to work and just continue getting the experience under our belt that's going to allow us to understand the processes and things that need to be built. Um, and where it's where that goes a little bit deeper is it's just taking a bit too much of my time at the moment. <laughs> For me to be able to call it totally working, it is it is operating um, uh, more efficiently 
with less of my energy required. And I'm really looking forward to getting more of that time under our belt so that we can take it from kind of working to working. Because again, in all the ways that I really want it to, and most of the ways that I really want it to, it is totally working. I'm very proud of the little space. It's so cute and it's doing it. Um, I mean, I feel like you've done all the things that you are best at yeah. where you have expertise and talent. Those things have been done. And you're really great at systems and processes too. It's just finding the talent. I feel like it's the things that are kind of out of your control that are probably not working as much. For the most part, yes. But there's definitely plenty of things that I can't even get to that I like want to, and I know I'm going to be great at because I am there checking out another customer or, you know, answering some emails about which crystal is better for whatever. And that kind of customer service, while it's great, and I think that it is great for someone like you, the visionary behind the business, and especially in retail, I think it's great for your face to be behind the counter to see what it's like for anyone that you end up hiring and training. At the same time, your expertise should not be spent answering customer service questions. Amen. Yes to all of that. And I'm and I've even, you know, had conversations with the team that like I want to keep occasional what's it called? Like slots of work. What is it called? Um uh- Office hours, mm, hours, shifts. Keep a few They're hours. called shifts. shifts. There we go. I do want to keep occasional shifts because I think it's really important for me. Merchandising, pricing, sourcing, all of these things. I want to see what's drawing people's eye. I want to know what people are having questions about. Like, and I'm only really going to get that if I'm in there. Um, so I do absolutely understand the benefit. I know why I'm there. But I also know that there are many other things that need my fingers in them, and I'm unable to currently put them in there. So if I just look at the if I look at the year, what in wrapping it up, what's only kind of working at the moment is the shop. What else is kind of working for you? That's kind of all I got. Okay, right. I mean, otherwise, I feel like it's either not working and we're ditching it, right, right, or working, which is what comes next. What's working? Here's a here's a question. Here's a how long do you give something to be kind of working before you are like that? This needs to change. Are you constantly tweaking and evolving, or at what point do you decide to let it go? Yeah, I don't think there's like a time frame. Yeah, I think if something's kind of working, you try to fix it, and I think like small tweaks are preferred. Yeah, for sure. And then at some point, there's just a check-in and be like, okay, is this worth it? Right? And sometimes it's math, like ROI, I don't know, whatever. Sometimes it's just like, I just hate it. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore, whatever it may be. So I, I don't think there is any like rhyme or reason necessarily. You just do it. I do. Th- and important note, you do it. I think quite often so many business owners will keep something in kind of working for so long that it'll literally like drain and kill their business. Right. And that's my thing with like content and social is really I've just kind of forgiven myself for it being kind of working. In some ways, I kind of just wanted to stay in the kind of working column and just not like literally just change my mind about stressing about it. Like, yeah, sometimes I'm going to or change the strategy. Yeah. Right. Like loosen it up. 
Make it so that I mean that's what I've done. I've loosened yeah. it up. And I think it's because we went from having such an on-point schedule with being boss and publishing there. Yeah. And there's so much structure around it and I was so used to that structure that coming off of that structure feels funny. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is is that sometimes as things evolve and change, it's not bad or wrong even if it feels funny because it's not what you're used to doing. I think so. Yeah, I think the answer to yours is just change the strategy so that it fits what you feel like is working. Yeah. Well, I have so much stuff that's working. I kind of want to, um, I kind of want to, what's the word, quick fire it? Yeah, let's do it. Just like speed through this. Okay, so what's working? Only having one job. It's amazing. It's amazing. (laughs) Emily. Good. I know that this isn't your vibe, but it is really awesome just having one job. Love that. Another thing that's working, waking up and doing some morning yoga. It's been harder through the winter as the days are getting shorter, but hopping up and getting on my mat and doing some yoga, that's really worked for me this year. Nice. The Braid Creative Podcast has worked. So this is really interesting. Going from a podcast that is literally in the top 0.1% of all podcasts, which is Being Boss, you would think it might be really hard to launch another podcast that literally has 30 downloads a month or whatever it is, right? Like it's not a lot. But I'll tell you what, my goal was to get another credit union client out of it. So it's like a highly niche podcast those seeds have been planted and they are starting to sprout. So that has worked, including a traditional mailer to support the podcast. Yeah. I knew you'd be excited about this. Yes. So we created a traditional postcard to send to people who might like to listen to our podcast. And because we're so highly niche, we were able to put together a list reach out to people that we haven't talked to in a really long time, ask them for their addresses, send them a postcard in the mail saying, hey, we have a podcast that you might like to listen to. So meeting people where they're at, reaching them in not traditional ways, you normally probably wouldn't think. super traditional ways. Yeah, super (laughs) traditional is now not traditional. So that was really fun. Um, Like you, I've started getting back into the mix doing a little bit of speaking. Mm -hmm. And my teammates and partners are also doing a lot of speaking. So that's working again, especially after 2020. It's just nice to kind of get back in the game there. Um, What's working? Relationships. We cannot forget that business is all about relationships and investing in those relationships, whether it's time, money, energy, is so important. And And it's what it comes down to. And not like in a sleazy networking way, like in a truly authentic connecting with people kind of way. And it doesn't have to be like your best friends with everyone, but just reaching out and saying hey to people. Yeah. It goes a really long way. Be a good person. (laughs) It works. (laughs) What Um, else you got? Okay. So the other thing that's working Mm -hmm. is – I updated the braid portfolio. It launched this week. Corey has been hard at work on it. Thank you, Corey. 
It was a beast to tackle. I mean, it truly was like a year-long project. But one thing that was really cool is as a stopgap in between, whenever people inquire about getting branding, I have kind of a template that I use. And I realized that our portfolio was out of date toward the middle of the year. And I was like, I need a stopgap because this is not – I'm embarrassed linking to it. So I tagged a bunch of our work in Instagram with hashtag Braid Creative Portfolio and linked to that hashtag instead of to our portfolio to show off more of our current work that hasn't yet made it to the site. So I thought it was just a really interesting solution, easy solution. So that's another thing that I think I remember Jason Zook saying this on one of our podcasts back in the day was just make it easier. Like, is there a way to do what you're doing and make it easier? And that was my solution to making it easier was using Instagram to my advantage and using it as a way to organize content that I couldn't yet get on the website. So that worked. The other thing that's working is my team at Braid Creative. Everyone is firing on all cylinders and just doing wonderful. And then the last thing I've got that's working are vaccines. (laughs) We are so lucky to have modern medicine and um, I mean, I'm nervous to say it because like the anti-vaxxers came after me on Instagram. I deleted my Instagram for a week after this, but I'm just so grateful to have access to them. It makes me feel better in, in my community and traveling to get to see my family, maybe get to go to Disney World, which we had to cancel. I mean, we canceled a lot of stuff in 2020. Being able to send my kid to school, that's working. Sending my child to school is working. Good. Um, So, yeah, I'm just like so grateful to – I don't know if you remember whenever all of this first started. I was like, this is going to be a two-year ordeal, if not until 2024. Yeah. I still stand by that timeline. I'm hoping it's done by 2024. But good God, I'm ready to be out of this pandemic, like for good. (sighs) Amen. But for now, vaccines are working for me. Yeah. I'll add that one to my, I'll start with that one. How about that? One, <laughs> vaccines, they work. Love it. Two, um, time, my time management practices have really shown up to serve the hell out of me <laughs> this year as I am juggling two businesses and as we've done so much with both. And I've been able to show up and do all the things and still feel really good about my work-life balance. A couple of episodes ago in the test note, I did one. Oh, I did an episode. Is hustling good or bad? Such a good one. If you haven't listened to it, everybody go listen to that one where I talked about um, I talked about coming out of a season of hustle and even going through my first ho- my first Thanksgiving season at Almanac and still doing being boss and all the things. I haven't worked more than 40 hours a week in weeks which feels really great. Um, After coming out of a season of hitting up against that, purposefully for a while, my time management practices have gotten me back under that threshold and kept me there really wonderfully. So I've been able to do it all and I feel really great about my work-life balance or flow or whatever the hell you want to call it. So time management practices are working for me. There is an episode somewhere, time management for bosses, if I'm not mistaken. I also have some training on literally how I time block All the links to all of those things are in the show notes if you want to know more about how it is that I make it do. Are you still tracking your time? Yeah, right now. 
right now. And I time block every week at the beginning of the week. And to help me stay under 40 hours, I've even added another layer of it um, where I'm actually not even time blocking out like my tasks for the week, but I'm literally time blocking how much time I'm allowed to spend on each business each day to keep me under 40 hours a week. It's a lot, but it's working. Wow. It's working. Okay. So time management, generally just that test and change mindset is really working for me, especially in the season where we're all in, where nothing works the way it used to. Um, I'm so glad that one, I've had years of practice in this mindset because I do recognize that where I am with that is not something that a lot of business owners share. Hello, all you type A folks out there. I see you. Um, so that has really worked for me this year. I've been able to find some interesting places where things that I did not expect would work, work. Um, one of those is another thing on my list is brood. So our weekly email of curated content that we're sending out every week, we launched it sort of soft launched it, I believe in August, officially launched it in September or October. And y'all, it is working. It has been, I even feel a long time since I've launched something that worked as great as that is working. Our open rates are amazing. Our click-through rates are amazing. Our unsubscribes are so wonderfully low. And it's I feel great about creating that content and the team is creating that content. I am stepping in in December to do a bit more of the writing as we work on some processes for what it looks like to evolve the content. Um, But I'm stepping in because I want to, because I want to be in there on those processes. But Brood is 100% working. And that's a place where all of my hypotheses around what would work were wrong. (laughs) And it's working in ways that I never anticipated working, which is super amazing and fun and imperative to have that test and change mindset to go in because I can really like work with that. Um, The podcast is working. I, I feel like it's back. I feel like in, in the test and change episode that we released a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how the podcast is a place where I test and change for I think in the episode I said 18 months, but when I got back to thinking about it, more like 24, it was two years more or less of uh, just shy of two years of me testing and changing what this podcast would become without you here for every episode. And it took two years for one to for me to feel really great in this space again, um, and two, for the metrics to prove that it's working. (laughs) So I feel like the podcast is back to working. Um, The community is working. I love that space so much community and the clubhouse. Um, And I could not do any and all of it without the next thing that's working. That is the being boss team. The being boss team is amazing. I actually just got done with all of um, all of my employee reviews. I had meetings with everyone and not going to share I don't think I can share too much, but it was basically a love fest in every single one of them. We all love the work that we're doing. We all love the sort of the environment we've created of shitty ideas and testing and changing and let's just see what works and are you enjoying what you're doing and how can we make it better and all of these things and that we're doing all of that and producing really cool work. And that feels really amazing to me. And juxtaposing that to Almanac team not working, like I want to create what I've built Mm. in the being boss team at Almanac and it's going to be effing magic when it happens. 
So the Bean Boss team feels like it's working. And then sort of going back to Almanac, one of the things that I love doing there and are working are our crystal parties, which is bringing sort of the online online stuff that we do. The screen, the video time that I do love <laughs> very much um, and doing our crystal parties where we show up occasionally. There's no like rhythm to them anymore. We just do it when we want to and when it fits in our schedule. We show up for YouTube live crystal sales. I get to talk to all of my crystal people all over the country, world even, and we talk crystals and I show crystals and we're ooing and eye and gasping and and selling crystals, which is also one of my favorite, very favorite things to do and talking about new things. And, um, and that's a side of that's a side of almanac, like commerce and, and customer service that I do truly enjoy. We started them in this way in 2020. And we'll continue doing them well into 2022. I love our crystal parties. They're a ton of fun. They allow me to, um, I don't know, allow me to show up and talk crystals with my people. And it's a ton of fun. It sort of pairs what I love most about being boss with what I love about Almanac. It's fun. So all of those are my workings. It's working. So much stuff is working. You too. I know. We're doing it. it. Same. This is what a lot of experience and a lot of failure has brought us to. Yeah. And a lot of just showing up. A lot showing of up. just showing up, which kind of takes me into what is not quite my last question, but almost, but like biggest takeaway slash lesson from 2021. Mine is, there's sort of a little personal one where I just generally need something to look forward to, <laughs> which I think everyone does. But that's one that I've really connected with, reconnected with this year. But my really big one is you never know which rooms in which you were being discussed in like in positive ways. And by continuing to show up, you continue to put yourself in opportunities or in line of opportunities. So whenever I think about Blinkist coming to me in early 2021 and wanting me to do the short cast and then turning the Bing Boss book into a blink and all of these things. I had never talked to anyone at Blinkist before, but they came ready with a plan. They had been talking about me for weeks And because I had continued to show up, they were here ready to offer me this cool opportunity to spread the Being Boss word in a completely different place. Same thing with HubSpot and the HubSpot Podcast Network, where they came to me and they were like, you're on a short list of podcasts that we would really love to launch our network with. I had been talked about in rooms that I was not even aware existed. But because I had continued showing up, I put myself in the opportunities for these things to happen. And similar things with Almanac as well, thinking about how, you know, the shop opened so easily. You just continue showing up even when you don't think that anything is happening. Quite often things are and you will miss out if you stop too early. So that's my big one is just keep showing up. Mine is probably the same. And it comes down to my old metaphor of being a farmer, not a hunter, right? So just you're just constantly planting seeds and tending to them, knowing that some years you're going to have a bountiful harvest, some years maybe not because there's a pandemic or, you know, whatever. There are things that are out of your control. But I would say that my, my 2021 takeaway is similar to yours. And it's just overall that like you are not too good to do the work. 
Like it just comes down to showing up and doing the work. People are so concerned about going from zero to 100 that they're forgetting all the steps that it takes in between that end result. You cannot be thinking about 100 because you will either get overwhelmed, you'll get scared, you will be disappointed. You have to think about just putting one foot in front of the other. You got to think about one and two and three and four and five. Exactly. (laughs) And you know, whenever it really comes to being boss – you're the person who's taking out the trash. You are the person that's Fact. answering those customer service questions. You are the person that's pushing those pixels. You are doing all of the things, no matter how much you have of a team supporting you. And, you know, some of you who are solopreneurs who might be listening to this might be jealous whenever we're talking about our teams that are helping us get it all done. But at the end of the day, it is on our shoulders to do the work, to do the dirty work, and to keep showing up. And there have been moments in my life where I felt entitled or like I shouldn't have to do this. And 2020 and 2021, which I'll kind of lump together, is about, no, you have no choice. You are going to show up and you are going to do this. And guess what? How you do anything is how you do everything. So you are going to be the best goddamn trash taker outer that there is or pixel pusher that there is or bill payer that there is. Amen. <laughs> if I may. If I may. <laughs> right? You're right. And I, I love that we both sort of came to the same place where like, you know, we show up and we do it regardless yeah. of what it is. And we enjoy it. Even when we don't enjoy it, we enjoy it. Because there is this like element of freedom and, you know, um, I guess like Liberty even is kind of the word that's coming to me that comes from choosing to do this kind of work. And even, you know, the other day on the Almanac, like monthly task sheet, weekly task sheet, I marked off, took out the trash because I did it that day. When it comes to growing your business, integrating the right tools at the right time to help you get the job done can be tricky. But the HubSpot CRM platform is a tool that can take the headache out of scaling your business, and it will continue to grow with you. But don't just take it from me. I understand the value of bosses sharing what's worked for them along their entrepreneurial journey. That's why today I'm bringing you the experience of a real boss using HubSpot to take her business to the next level. My name is Kim Dow, and I'm the owner and publisher of SAS Magazine, a Being Boss podcast fan and HubSpot CRM customer. So for our business, running a magazine, we have three very different lists. Each of those audiences have very different interests and different goals. HubSpot allows us to create segmented and targeted lists to ensure that we're communicating and marketing to each audience group very effectively. And using HubSpot has played a huge role in helping to increase our open and click rates and to ensure that our readers stay subscribed to our e-newsletters. We love all of the features of HubSpot, and we've really been using it this past year to help grow our business. Throughout the holidays and into 2022, we'll be using HubSpot to set up more automation, such as chat flows and more list building tools. This will allow us to become more productive and more efficient in our time and our workflow. This is Kim Dow from SAS Magazine, and my HubSpot CRM platform helps my business stay connected. Learn more about how it can do the same for yours at HubSpot.com. I completely agree. It's been it's been a hell of a year. 
I, I hope that 2022 is just bright and joyful, which takes me into my final-ish question for you. Looking forward to 2022. Hopes, dreams, what do you want to do? What are you looking forward to? Well, I think I might have my word of the year. What? Already? In, yeah. In is it overachiever? <laughs> no, absolutely not. But I think that the thing that comes up is just travel and creativity always, always. But it's so – it takes so much decision-making and logistics and I don't have the bandwidth. Like yesterday was kind of a shitty day. I had a shitty parenting day. I was in a bad mood. And I was just thinking like that – you know that cliche of women crying in movies where they're like, I used to be fun. <laughs> Yep. I was that person yesterday. Nice. And so then today I was thinking about it. What is it that I want in 2022? And I think that my word is just going to be go. Just oh, go. damn. Like, don't overthink it. Just go. So maybe that is hitting publish on more newsletters and they're not perfect. Go. Maybe that is just scheduling the things and getting it in the calendar and buying the plane ticket. And I do have to remember that we're still in a global pandemic, which is, oh, I'm so ready for it buzz to be kill. over. <laughs> Total buzzkill. But just And so many go. things, but buzzkill. And yeah. I think it is as I get creative urges to not overthink it, to write the article, to get in the car and go to the museum, to – Try the new restaurant. I know these things sound kind of superficial, but it bleeds over into everything, truly, to just go. And that, that stuff does take energy and maybe just trusting that I have the bandwidth, I have the energy to make fun things happen. I also really love that that counteracts the thing I think we're all in the awful – maybe not awful – the neutral habit. Because it couldn't be good or bad of just overthinking, right? We've had to yeah. think so much about everything for so long that I love that this sort of counteracts that. And there are some things that don't need to be overthought. You just need to go. Just got to go. Yeah. I what about it. you? So I thought you were going to say mine and I was about to say, of course you were, but you didn't. Mm. But you started alluding to it. I know that next year is a year where I want to create a couple new things. It's actually been a very long time since I created anything new. Everything that I have created in the past couple of years have just been iterations of something that already existed, right? I really don't think, probably since the Being Boss book, have I created some? No, I guess Almanac technically came after the Being Boss book was created. So launching Almanac, I think, was the last time I created something new. Everything else has just been iterations of other things. I have a couple things up my sleeve. And now that I have one team in place and these really great foundations from which I'm afforded the ability to create something new, I'm ready to get a couple of these things out of me. Are and you going to have a baby? Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Uh-uh. That's not funny. Me either. Me either. <laughs> not one of those. There are other things that I want to create. Um I definitely, I think there's another book in me that's kind of itching to get out that I'm like literally like just putting the lid on of like, I can't even take the inspiration right now that I'm ready to open up to some inspiration. There's a couple of things at Almanac 
that I've been itching to or otherwise just need to create for the continuation of that. Um, and it's been a long time since I've had urges to do things to my house, but I've been mm. feeling them a little bit lately. I think it's been four years since we redid our kitchen. Isn't that crazy? I think it's been four years. Mm-hmm. And I have like a daily urge to I do know. stuff to my house. That's where all of my creative energy has gone. Right. Well, a couple months ago, maybe two months ago, David, I was having a bad weekend and David was like, well, why don't you buy a couch? He knew what would get me. And I was like, best mood ever. And so I ended up spending the weekend picking out a couch and ordering it and all of these things. And so I did recently sort of get back into it with I got a new couch, which was on my 2021 like to do list of if I end this year without a new couch, I failed. So I got a new couch, just up my dining room, and it sort of bled into me wanting to get at a couple of other projects that I wanted to do. So I think my word is going to be create or similar where I want to create some new things. And I think that the work that I've done over the past two years has brought me to a place where I am supported and just opening myself up to some wily creativity. Ooh, let's see what happens. Have you talked about doing the artist's way on the podcast? I have not talked, but I have been doing it. I'm curious how that's going for you because I'm thinking about doing it too. Should I do it? Sure. I love that for you. Well, Allison, I'm asking as my business bestie. Oh. oh. Like, do you, Emily, Okay, knowing me, Kathleen. Yes. Truth, truth. truth, It's not doing much for me. Okay. See, this is is what a real business bestie conversation is. I'm doing it. I've been doing the morning pages. I've been taking myself on my artist dates, all the things. And like, it just feels like every other day. Like I I don't feel myself (laughs) opening up to great inspiration. I'm not feeling like, you know, increased motivation. I'm getting no like whatever. I just, you know, I'm spending more time journaling, (laughs) which isn't a bad thing, but I personally am not experiencing the benefits just yet. It's been about a month. I'm going to continue a bit further, but I will tell you, I'm not feeling it. It's an experiment. Right. (laughs) Right. So you do. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm just consuming a lot. Like even the other day I went on a walk without listening to a podcast for the first time in a very long time. And I realized, oh, maybe this isn't why I'm this maybe this is why I'm not doing as much because I'm consuming so much. I'm reading a lot of books, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, I'm watching a lot of TV. I'm working out a lot, but it's like, I'm not creating, but maybe I'm okay with that. But I don't know. This is where I'm Blah. Yeah. This is another business Betsy conversation. Come visit me in 2022 and we will talk about it. I I need something to look forward to. I have definitely thought about that. I know I I will. There's no thinking. I'm coming to see you in 2022. Absolutely. Um, and it's got to be warmer for you though. But here's the thing though. I wouldn't mind coming to see the snow. Well, we've got some on the ground right now. But I just want to like see it for a couple days and leave, which I, I know, think is why it'd be perfect. I know. Build well, me a maybe fire. Come up twice. Can you build me a fire? You have a gas fireplace, don't you? Well, I now know how to build a fire. <laughs> I have a little fire pit. It's so funny. The other day I was taking out all my pumpkins because mm-hmm. I was keeping the pumpkins up through November. Mm-hmm. Took them out to buy backwoods where the deer are. Texted my neighbors to see if any of them had an axe. Nobody has an axe. Someone was like, well, Emily has an axe. And I was like, I know. I need Emily here. (laughs) 
So I'm gonna go out and buy myself. Start an traveling axe. with my. With I'll my do axe. that before you come up. I'll buy an axe. Oh, I love that. I love that, and we'll build us a proper fire. We can build a fire. I love it. You you have to come up in the summertime. Whenever it's I do want to do that, we as can well. go to a lake. Yep, I mean, you can come up anytime. I will just. We've come got up that seasonally. direct flight. Indeed, we do. Oh, uh, we'll come do. I'm it. probably gonna come back down to Chattanooga. Is that okay too? Uh, <laughs> you can see my face right now everybody <laughs> absolutely <laughs> kathleen anytime every every other weekend can we just make it can we have joint custody that's what i want what is that that's what like? i want yeah <laughs> absolutely well perfect this has been a pleasure kathleen i'm so glad that we thanks were able for to. having me on the podcast i love of course. being able to hop back on good please have me again uh, of course i will i do my final question for you hmm. what's making you feel most boss um, well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never had anyone take this long to answer before. Take out, take out this pause, Corey. One's <laughs> making me feel boss. Okay, here's one. Okay. I invested in a fancy ass second monitor. Oh yeah. Actually, your whole setup is pretty okay. boss. Yeah, why don't we talk about my whole setup? Yeah. I've got a standing desk. I've got an Aeron chair, bought secondhand. Nice. I've got a Wacom tablet. I've got all sorts of laptop stands. I have wireless keyboard, a big trackpad. I've got a new iPad. I mean, I have invested in some like tech and setup this year. Thanks to my husband. He's really spearheaded this like ergonomic situation since we've been working from home. I don't love that we're working from our dining room table, but my setup, like I have a little command station and it makes me feel boss. And I, I have like a nice little background that I set up just for Zooming. It feels good. It feels boss. Awesome. I also um, have red nails. That always makes me feel boss. Yeah, you do. And I got a facial yesterday. That makes me feel boss. Look at you go. I do have a question about all your tech things. Are you actually using all of that? I am. Nice. So remember, we had a big conversation about the Wacom yep. tablet. So I'm using that in primarily in Photoshop. So like if I'm yep. needing to get in and do some photoshopping, I'm plugging that in. And I I, I want to add here like I am a massive Wacom tablet fan. I don't even use a mouse. Like I literally I get angry when I have to use a mouse because I want to use my little stylus on my Wacom tablet. I've used one for years and I converted Kathleen. I know and I tried. I tried doing like the full Wacom as mouse situation. Yep. It's not for it doesn't everyone. Work for me. Yep, not for me. I maybe should have bought like the $500 Wacom tablet that's both. I think that there's one that's a hybrid. Yeah, where used you to be can use your yeah. fingers on it like as a trackpad. That's kind of what I wish that I had now at this point. Um I don't stand as much as I should probably. Mm. Yeah. So I don't use that as often as I'd like to. I'm using my iPad, especially since getting this good notes digital planner situation down. Um yeah, I use all of it. My second nice. monitor, I couldn't live without it. And I'm about to buy a new computer. My laptop is almost 10 years old. Mm. 
That's basically that's a dinosaur. A dinosaur of a computer. But she's hanging in there. So I'm going to go get a new laptop before the end of the year just to do some like, you know, end of year spending. Yeah. Perfect. What's making you feel boss? <gasps> Kathleen, thank you for asking. What is making me feel most boss? <laughs> also, yes, what, gotta a, what a long pause. You wow. got to think about it too. I do. Let me think on this. What is making me feel most boss? I think we have to think about it because literally everything that we do is like <laughs> a boss move or a boss decision. Yeah. Like we are such bosses all the time that – there's never a moment where we're not really feeling yeah, boss. Yeah, I really have to like grade things. What makes me feel most boss at the moment? Most boss. See, you're looking around now. <laughs> Literally it's looking like around my like, look, like, look around. How about this? It's kind of like, you know when you're playing Scrabble or like words with friends and you're like making up words and you're like, whoa, whoa, bush, whoa, bish. <laughs> How is that not a word? And then, like, you're mad that it's not a word. This is us looking for things to be boss about. It's like, uh, (laughs) computer news. Right? Right? I'm I'm sitting. I'm sitting right now. It feels real boss. Bank Um, account. (laughs) So (laughs) I think maybe the one I'm going to go with is so lame is that you're not – what's not working for you is a paper planner. How about I think for the first time ever, I'm ending my year with the same planner that I started with. Like I legit have done it all year long. I'm going to say that. Can I say that? I would give anything to look through it. I would give anything to just like scroll through your planner. Right. So this is like, this is like an anti-planner though. I will say it basically has a calendar at the front. I think I might have showed it to you. Maybe not. It just has like a basic monthly calendar in the front. So like that's the quote unquote planner part. And the rest of it is just a notebook. Oh, yeah. It's just a notebook in columns, which I think is amazing. Um, I've actually been thinking about there might be a being boss version of this in the future because this is literally – the most boss planner I've ever had. Um, and I have like you showing Kathleen, there's like a binder clip in here where I can flip from the month to where I am currently. And it's basically just meeting notes and to-do lists and like look scrap, like little drawings of almanac window displays and math. Here's some like multiplication <laughs> happening here in this column. Um, but the, I think this is literally maybe the first year ever where I have used the same paper planner all year long. And that honestly does feel quite boss. You better link that in the show notes because anytime I mention planner on anything, people are like, which one? What is it? People want to know. Will do. I will put it in the show notes. Get an affiliate link. Link it up. (laughs) Love it. So anyway, I am finishing my planner. Um, In other news, my porch is getting fixed. And even though I'm doing nothing, like except just waiting, um, it feels very, very amazing. Maybe not boss, but amazing to just have my porch. And if anyone doesn't know, a car hit my porch this summer. It took them five months to begin any work at all. Um, and it's probably not quite halfway done, but it's something. And that feels amazing. All right, Kathleen, this has been a treat. I'm so glad that we can do this. And I hope that we have inspired anyone listening to this to call up your business bestie. It looks like you're going to need about an hour and a half. (laughs) 
Well, <laughs> if your business bestie's name rhymes with schmathleen, <laughs> then yeah, you're going to need an hour and a half, maybe two. Yeah, you're going to need a minute. Uh, bonus points if you take a beverage of choice. I had tea. I think Kathleen has just been drinking air. <laughs> Basically. And uh, and have these conversations. Reflect on the year that you've had. Take away the lessons that you can move into the new year. And otherwise, just build some real connections with real people who get what you do. Otherwise, Kathleen, I'm so glad that we could do this. I'm very grateful for you and that we can still have these business bestie chats. Same, same. There's nothing like talking it out to really hear what it is that you're thinking about. I came up with some solutions that I didn't even know that I had in me from talking it out with you. So thanks for having me. Of course. All right, boss, because you're here, I know you want to be a better creative business owner, which means I've got something for you. Each week, the team at Being Boss is scouring the news, the best entrepreneurial publications, and updates and releases of the apps and tools that run our businesses, and is curating it all into a weekly email that delivers the must-know tips and tactics in the realms of mindset, money, and productivity. This email is called Brood. We brew it up for you each week to give you the insight you need to make decisions and move forward in your creative business. Check it out now and sign up for yourself at beingboss.club slash brood. That's beingboss.club slash B-R-E-W-E-D. Now, until next time, do the work, be boss. Yeah.